0: This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life.
1: Folks, we appreciate you being with us right here on Hope and Health. And we're going to talk to you uh, right now about some missing nutrients. Now, People wonder all the time, what do, I eat? what do I eat? Now, we've talked many times, and we'll spend more time on it in the future, about a list of anti-inflammatory foods we should be eating and a list of inflammatory foods we should be avoiding. But folks, we've got to tell you, even though you might eat well, there's always things that you might be missing in your body. Now, we've tested people all around this country using micronutrient testing, as well as conventional blood testing. And we find things that are missing all the time. And we find that when you don't replace those things, systems suffer.
0: Yes, they do. And the reason for that is that your body needs minerals and vitamins to be Mm cofactors to enzymes that create cellular processes. They make things. They yeah. make digestive enzymes. They um, make energy. They um, turn over eye cells, hair cells, liver mm-hmm. cells, kidney cells. And if you don't have the right nutrients for all the different processes for each different type of cell, the body just isn't as optimal as it could be or should be. So putting those necessary nutrients on board is good soil yeah. for building good health.
1: When we think about the idea of missing nutrients, people ask the question all the time, well, what do I take? What do I do? What do I supplement with? We found that without question, now there are probably more, well, there really are, but without question, there are two things that you will need regardless of what we're talking about. And one of them is found right here in this thing called vitamin D. Vitamin
0: D is not just a vitamin, it's also a hormone. And vitamin D works on the brain. Have you ever heard of seasonal affective disorder or sad? When the sun goes behind the clouds in the wintertime, people get sad and blue or mm-hmm. kind of depressed. Well, vitamin D in, by its nature is an antidepressant and kind of aborts that blue mood If the levels are optimal. So when the sun goes behind the clouds, we know that vitamin D is comes from the sun through the skin. Mm -hmm. So if we're not getting adequate amounts of sunshine, vitamin D levels are suboptimal. So not only is it an antidepressant, vitamin D also works on the immune system, specifically to keep you out of the hospital when there's a pandemic or an epidemic of a virus going around. So your body utilizes vitamin D to keep the immune system healthy and whole. Also, vitamin D helps to pull calcium in from the gut and mineralize the bones. So it prevents this thing called osteopenia or osteoporosis. Mm. As we get a little bit older, the bones have a tendency to become brittle, if you will. And perhaps that's the lack of adequate vitamin D to bring calcium in to help mineralize your bones.
1: This is a big deal because vitamin D in the blood, we typically check it with a marker called 25-hydroxy-D. And there's a range on that. Typically, now labs are different, but most ranges are from about 30 to about 150 in that window there. The majority of people without supplementation are right down here at either low 30s or far, far below. So far, far below is obviously deficient. Barely above 30 is insufficient. So we have deficiency and insufficiency. Both are not okay. So this is very powerful to think about. We need to supplement with vitamin D without question. You're not going to get enough of it from the sun creation anymore because of probably pollution around us and pollution in us. It just doesn't work that way. So you need a supplement. How much would you recommend with supplement? Well,
0: the majority of people need 5,000 international units. 5,000 international units usually brings that serum concentration up into an optimal range. Now, we have to remember that the genetics do play a role in vitamin D absorption, yeah. and it also plays a role in the receptors of how the vitamin D is actually taken into the inside of the cell. So there are other people that need a higher level. So it's important to uh, evaluate your serum concentration of vitamin D so you have mm-hmm. optimal levels and of course you don't want to overload your engine either and become
1: toxic with too much. And we've talked about genetics and, um, previously and it's important to understand you should be getting that done and we would love to work with you. And again, we'll show you how to work with us a little bit later for sure. But the bottom line is make sure that you take enough vitamin D because if you do you will find yourself very disease resilient as we go forward in this thing called life. And disease resiliency is very important. To be strong immunologically, to be strong physically, emotionally, spiritually, those are dynamics for ultimate health and resiliency. Now, this other one we find deficient, not insufficient, but deficient, 100% of the time might surprise you. Here it is.
0: Omega Omega 3 fatty acids are essential fatty acids, meaning that your body doesn't do a good job of making them. You've got to get them from the outside. And due to the fact that the majority of omega 3s are found in fatty fishes, mm-hmm. that's why most of us are suboptimal or even deficient in omega 3s. Now, EPA and DHA, those are two essential omega 3 fatty acids, which stands for eicosapentaenoic acid and docosahexaenoic acid. They and these, big words. <laughs> they are big words. Uh-huh. And they're big guns as far as providing cellular health. You want good oil in the engine of your car, so you, just like you want good oil in the engine mm-hmm. of your body, because it helps keep the system, um, anti-inflammatory in nature. Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. They kind of take rusting down and keep the joints from creaking and popping. Plus, also, those omega-3s aid cellular signaling, so the cells talk to each other a little Mm -hmm. bit better. And your brain is also made up of omega-3 fatty acids, specifically DHA. And genetically, individuals who carry one SNP of the ApoE4...
1: Very tell them what a SNP is.
0: A SNP is a uh, single nucleotide polymorphism that's in your genes. You may have inherited that. So you may have inherited mm-hmm. a weakness in this, this enzyme per se, so that you don't deliver DHA to your brain quite right. So people with Alzheimer's disease, not only are they suboptimal or deficient in. DHA, they almost can't deliver it to the brain. So they have to have a very high amount of DHA in their nutritional protocol mm-hmm. to get optimal brain health. The brain is 65% fatty acid material. So if somebody calls you fathead,
1: <laughs> yeah. you say thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's important. And now we need to take <laughs> probably up to three grams per day. When I use the word grams, 1,000 milligrams is equivalent to one gram, so three grams. Now, when you select and take an omega-3, you need to make sure that the majority of that oil has about three parts to two parts, EPA to DHA. When you do that, you're going to find yourself having sufficiency of omega-3s, which is going to help reduce your inflammation. Now, nutrients are important, and as a reminder you can find exactly what we take exactly what we talked about that meets the bill and and fits the the, the program of what we're trying to do go to that link right down here on the feed and you're going to see it beginning with sherwood.tv go right there and on that link you're going to find a free ebook that we want you to have you're going to find free you're going to find some good access to a course we have it's not free but it's really cheap it's a 13 session 30 minutes each course. It's called Health Secrets Exposed. That's amazing. You go a little bit farther down that page and you're going to find the exact supplements that we take ourselves. And guess what? We want you to have those things as well. People many times ask, well, how do I work with you? You can see right there how to do that too. So go to that link right now. Sherwood.tv. You'll see it right down here, and there's a little special code down there that you can use for watching this program today, and we want you to go there, get all access to us, and we can't wait to work with you. Now, we are going to switch gears a little bit right now and give you a little bit of a, an idea of what is God's intent regarding our health. People ask us all the time, we we do profess to be Christians. We do believe Jesus is the son of God and we don't back away from that. Now, those of you out there may not believe that and I still love you anyway. But the point being that's how we believe and we don't force or, or cram that down somebody's throat. That's right. But whatever you believe, the Bible does have some very good principles regarding health. But in our world, we want to know what God's intent is regarding our health and does God really want us to walk in divine health. So to that end, we're going to examine just a couple of scriptures that I really want you to to see. This first one is found in my favorite book. The book of Mark. Go figure. Mark chapter
0: 16, verse 17 and 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons they will speak in new tongues, and they will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means Mm. hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will
1: recover. So this passage is spoken from Jesus right before he ascends up into heaven. So Mark chapter 16 is the last chapter of the book of the gospel of Mark. So Mark, was a witness to all of these things. And so he's writing down eyewitness accounts of what he saw, and he's recording what he heard. And these things shall follow those who believe. And what we're talking about that is, notice the last thing here, and we'll get to that in a minute, the laying hands on the sick and they will recover. But what I want you to catch is, these signs shall follow those who believe. So if you claim and I claim to be a Christian. And these signs we just see here that you see listed and they are one, two, three. You'll speak in new tongues. You'll take up servants, Serp- serpents, it should say. Sorry about that a little misprint there. If they drink anything deadly, it won't harm them. For those of you that have like buyer's remorse from taking the vaccine. There you go. That's for you. And they will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Does it say they might recover? No. Does it say they may recover? No. Does it say they will recover most of the time? No. No. It says they recover all the time. This is a positive, affirmative, and sure statement. We need to understand this is definitive. They will recover. So, let's say it a different way. When the sick are sick and they have faith and someone lays hands on them and also have faith, the signs of being a believer will follow. And those some of those signs is when they lay hands on the sick, they will recover. In other words, the sick will be healed. And that's important to catch. The sick will be healed. Now, many times people look at this and they say, Well, what about um I, I heard, I heard Dr. Smith tell me that there's no cure. Is that true? No. It's not because Dr. Smith is not running it through this filter. Now, does that mean we're not going to die? Of course not. We're going to die. Our bodies are meant to wear out. But friends, they're wearing out too quickly because we're doing it. We'll spend many, many times talking about that in other shows and other segments as well. But tonight, I just want you to get that when you lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover, this is normal. This is not weirdo hocus pocus part-time stuff. This is normal. Normal things normal ideas. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll take up serpents. They'll drink deadly poisons. And this is not on purpose. So don't go drink bleach and say, oh, Mark said, or Dr. Michelle said, don't do that. But they will by no means be hurt if they drink them accidentally. So again, think through this. They'll lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Now, this is a big deal because the Bible also talks regarding God's intent about health and with this scripture right here. So let's have a look. This is found in 3 John chapter or verse 2.
0: Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers.
1: This is a big one because this is God's word. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. So does God care about health? I think yes. It should become obvious that. At this point, that walking in health is indeed God's intention for his children. Further, it's also his intent that his children or disciples play an active role in bringing about health to the world through the healing power of the Holy Spirit within us. So, we as God's children should believe and that we prosper and be in health, be, right? Be, Mm -hmm. but also act according to his word and see that we walk in health and act in health by doing what Jesus did. Now, that's a massive deal. Now, those are two scriptures you want to catch and have at reference point. Mark chapter 16, the last couple verses, 17 and 18, we see, and then 3 John verse 2. So, again, cue those up and make sure you save those things. When we talk about this, it's a big deal. And with that being established, it's so curious to me. That the, some statistics exist in the US that are shocking. Mm,
0: did you yes. know that heart
1: disease is still number one killer?
0: I sure did because we see it all mm-hmm. the time. You know, people just can't change what they don't yep. know. So it's important to really understand those seven pillars of health or we're walking ourselves down that pathway of slow self inflicted suicide.
1: Heart disease has been the number one killer for 40 years, and it's still killing the same number of persons per 100,000 as it did 40 years ago. It seemed that someone dies every 34 seconds. Did you know that? Uh,
0: Yes. And every 40 seconds, someone has a heart attack.
1: That is like every minute there's one Mm. or two people that's dying or having a heart attack. 2,200 persons die each day in the U.S. of heart disease.
0: Yes, and at least a quarter of a million people die of this disease every year before they even reach the hospital.
1: And folks, these are just United States-based. Can you imagine what this is like all around the world? America has done a really fine job, and I'm being sarcastic when I say this, of creating disease processes by creating the Western diet and then exporting it around the world that something's really good about it. The Western lifestyle is a killer. It always has been and always will be. And as we know, we have a prediction model that you talk about models. That's been a really interesting terminology that's been banned around how the models of deaths of um, coronavirus were completely false. Well, guess what's not false? The models that have predicted death across the U.S. from disease, they've been trending that way for 40 years. That's not a false model that's an observed obvious model and folks it's very clear that we have a massive problem on our hand the future doesn't look very bright does it
0: the future does not look very bright if, unless we do our due diligence mm. and make change
1: bottom line is we might be living longer in some ways maybe not but depending on what statistical database you look at but folks we're not living longer truly we're dying mm-hmm. longer mm-hmm. and our Sick span is increasing and our lifespan is decreasing. Our medication taking span is increasing and our non-medicinal uh, taking span is decreasing. We see a trend going on in the wrong direction. Is it affecting just adults? No, it's affecting children. Did you know that one out of three children are predicted to be type 2 diabetic by the time they get to 40 years old.
0: I did know that. And it's tragic that we're allowing our young to be so sick Mm -hmm. so soon in their young little lives.
1: It's horrific. Uh, When I look at this, type 2 diabetes, as a matter of fact, will affect one in two persons Within the next 15 years, that's one in two persons in the United States. When you look at autism, this oh to yeah, be autism. shocking, yeah. shocking numbers.
0: Which was one in 40,000 40 years ago. Today is one in 40 and is predicted to be one in two by the year 2050.
1: Folks, this is an emergency of all definitions. There is no way, no how we can continue to sustain this. We're growing more diseases than we are people at this point. I find it fascinating in this world There, people are talking about, you know, strategic population reduction strategies by evil people. (sighs) Folks, that may be true. I don't know what's in a person's heart. But I do know this, that we are taking away life, we're crushing our population, we're killing ourselves every day by what we put in our mouth, what we put in our head, what we put in our heart. When we speak out of our mouth, We put in our ears. Our world and next generation is being affected severely. We talked about this from the standpoint of what's happening to our children with the 1 in 3 by age 40 and the autism rates increasingly climbing to eventually by 2050, some people say, some models predict there'll be 1 in 2 kids born with autism spectrum disorder. We must understand why this is happening. We've told you, we'll continue Mm -hmm. to tell you, we must make changes. We are in a dire situation right now. We must do something drastically or we are going to lose the battle. Folks, we're already losing battles. We're already losing lives. You saw Dr. Michelle talk about someone dying every 40 seconds, someone having a heart attack every 34 seconds. You know, cancer is killing the same amount per 100,000 as it did, and it's increasing because of our sickness. So we got to, like, get our head out of the sand and quit pretending that it doesn't exist because it does.
0: It, it surely does. Yeah. And we have to stop being deceived into simply managing these disease process because we know that that is not God's best for us to so, manage disease.
1: Could there be a better way?
0: There is a better way. Did yeah. did, did the Bible tell us that Jesus managed diseases?
1: No. We just talked about that. Jesus healed diseases. That's right. And we, as his Disciples should do the same. Lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Love that. Folks, we hope that you've enjoyed our broadcast and we look forward to being with you next time. As a reminder, once again, we want you to go to that link right there. And it begins with Sherwood.tv always. And go there and avail yourself to what you can put into your life. Get yourself our free ebook. We'd love for you to have that. You can download that again for free. It's about 25, 26 pages, super easy. You can get involved in our brand new course, Health Secrets Exposed. We can't wait for you to be involved in that. 13, one half hour sessions of us teaching, so that'll take care of you. One session per week is what we recommend. All the supplements we talk about and take, all of our protocols are there for you, and how to work with us. Folks, we wanna be a part of your life and we wanna thank you for joining us during this episode and hope you've had a really, really good time.
0: Yes. Thank you again for joining us as we deliver hope and health to you.
1: That's the breakfast of champions, isn't it? Hope and health.
0: (laughs) Hope and health. Not just for yourself. Once you have that in your life, you become a hope dealer for the ones that you love, your family, your community. And then we spread hope and health around the world.
1: Be a hope dealer. Can't wait to see (laughs) you next time. Bye for now. Doctors Mark and Michelle
0: Show at their Clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven
1: ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.